baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. KMOX goes in-depth. Members of the LGBTQ plus community say recent legislation in Missouri's legislature is targeting them. Last week, nine bills were introduced by Republican lawmakers. Sponsors say the measures are designed to protect parents' rights and children. But Promo Missouri and other LGBTQ plus advocacy groups say these bills target queer, trans and intersex Missourians. Olivia Moses sat down with Promo's director of communications, Robert Fisher, to ask why they're being called anti-LGBTQ plus bills and how these measures are projected to impact the community. Why are these bills being called anti-trans and anti-LGBTQ plus bills? The collection of bills that have been filed this year are considered anti-LGBTQ plus bills because they specifically hinder LGBTQ plus Missourians from being who they are. But more importantly, they stop this community from being able to thrive within our state. They Uh, keep our community from living unencumbered lives that uh, heterosexual, cisgendered individuals live every single day. Do you think that Missouri stands out with these bills? Are we different than other states? I think it's ironic that Missouri typically is seen as a flyover state. You know, people don't pay attention to us quite often a lot until it comes time to talk about politics. And then we become one of like the top three states that is really pushing an aggressive anti-LGBTQ plus agenda. Um, Last year, we were in company with Florida and Texas, both states that aren't great states to be connected with on a lot of different ways. Um, So if we're not talking about crime that's within different cities, if we're not talking about our poor education system, we're talking about anti-LGBTQ plus laws that are in place. And you would think that given those other two things that I just mentioned, you know, crime and and low education, that those would be more of the priority than attacking a small group of Missouri's population that literally just wants to go about their day. Why do you think that it is a priority with these lawmakers to create these bills? The attacks that we're seeing in Missouri are part of a coordinated national attack. So you'll see that in multiple states across the country, these are happening regularly. Um, trans, when we talk about health care for transgender people, bans across the, across the country are happening. Um, when we talk about uh, lawmakers thinking that teachers or nurses or administrators or anyone within the school system is grooming children uh, and specifically LGBTQ plus students, uh, that's a rhetoric that we hear regularly across the country. And so it's not unique to Missouri, but what is unique to Missouri is that a lot of the times we're a state where they decide to test things that may happen in other states. We get some of the most dangerous bills because they're testing to see how is it going to play out in Missouri? What do we need to tweak? What do we need to adjust to be pass it elsewhere? Um, an example from last year is Florida's don't say gay bill. The exact same bill was filed 
except they took it one step further. Florida's was from kindergarten through third grade. In Missouri, they said, you can't talk about sexual orientation or gender identity, period, across any level of, of schooling. And not just in the classroom, but in schools at all. Specifically with Senator Andrew Koenig's Parents' Bill of Rights Act of 2024, teachers would have to report if a student came to them and confided in them about their gender identity. How do you see this impacting teachers and schools? The biggest concern that we have about Senate Bill 728 is that it creates a culture of hostility in schools for LGBTQ plus students. For instance, there have been, you know, for anybody in um, primary education, there have been times when you were like, oh, I just want to talk to a teacher because I have something that's going on and I don't really know how to talk to my parents about it or um, maybe I don't feel comfortable talking to my parents right away. And you find that teacher that's like your favorite teacher and you're like, I'm going to talk to them about it because they'll understand me, they'll accept me. That's the same exact thing when someone comes to terms uh, or begins to explore of who they are. And the narrative that teachers or anybody within school systems are grooming students to be LGBTQ plus is wrong. I knew when I was in sixth grade, no one had to tell me, no one had to, you know, say, well, have you thought that maybe you're not straight? Um, I just knew that something was different than me. And not allowing students to tell their teachers is, can be really harmful because even if a student does tell a teacher in this bill, Senate Bill 728 specifically, it forces the teachers to tell their parents. And not every parent is welcoming. Speaking on KMOX Tuesday morning, Senator Andrew Koenig said his measure would protect the rights of parents and protect students. A school would have to inform parents if a student expresses confusion about their gender identity or requests to use another pro pronoun. That teacher would be required to tell parents within 24 hours. Again, that was Olivia Moses speaking with Promo Missouri's Robert Fisher. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.